the world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I am so glad you are able to join NUMA Podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse number 5 to 12. His unchanging plan has always been to adopt us into his own family by sending Jesus Christ to die for us. And he did this because he wanted to. Now, All praises to God for his wonderful kindness to us and his favor that he has poured out upon us because we belong to his dearly loved son. So overflowing is his kindness towards us that he took away all our sins through the blood of his son by whom we are saved and he has showered down upon us the richness of his grace for how well he understands us and knows what is best for us at all times. God has told us his secret reason for sending Christ, a plan he decided on in mercy long ago. And this was his purpose, that when the time is ripe, he will gather us all together from wherever we are, in heaven or on earth, to be with him in Christ forever. Moreover, because of what Christ has done, we have become gifts to God that he delights in, For as part of God's sovereign plan, we were chosen from the beginning to be His, and all things happened just as He decided long ago. God's purpose in this was that we should praise God and give glory to Him for doing these mighty things for us, who were the first to trust in Christ. Please join me as I bring this podcast to the Lord. Loving God, I thank you today for yet another moment to bring your word to the world. Father, I ask, O Lord, that the Holy Spirit will inspire thy servant today, even as I speak. Father God Almighty, may your word come like fire and thunder and bless someone today, so much so that in the end they will receive that blessings that is meant for them from eternity past. 
Thank you once again for answering these prayers in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The title of this podcast is The Essence of the Grace of God. The Essence of the Grace of God. Today, people, especially Christians, defines the grace of God from different premises. For example, there are those who considers the grace of God from the position of unconditional eternal security, meaning that once you know God, God knows you and you cannot be lost for all eternity because you have been predestined to eternity with God. This sounds wonderful to the ears and is comforting to those who have made sin a pastime because of feeling that their eternal securities are unconditionally secured. It is much like saying that an individual has a license to sin at will. Another way to see it is like an ambulance or a fire truck that could break speed limit rules on duty without fine or prosecution. Yes, true Christianity is a product of God's grace. However, that is not a license or an insurance to sin. At least that is what the Bible said. Let us look at what the Apostle Paul said in Romans chapter 6, verse number 1 to 3. Well then, shall we keep on sinning so that God can keep on showing us more and more kindness and forgiveness? Of course not. Should we keep on sinning when we don't have to? For sin's power over us was broken when we become Christians and were baptized to become a part of Jesus Christ. Through his death, the power of your sinful nature was shattered. From the beginning, it is clear that while Christians are a product of God's grace, grace is not a license to wallow in sin. Before we continue, let us take a closer look at what grace really is. Grace from the Christian perspective and theology is defined as the unmerited favor of God that brings about the salvation of sinners. Grace influences and activates the regeneration and sanctification of the sinner so as to keep the sinner conscious of what is sin because of the presence of the grace of God. The word grace, which is from the Greek word charis, is so important such that it appeared up to 150 times and many of it are directly linked to the Apostle Paul's writings in the New Testament, which in turn is the atrium of New Testament Christianity as we know it today. 
While teachers and denominations have continued to define and redefine the essence of the grace of God, the true elements are conspicuous for sincere observers to see in that the genuine child of God knows and understands that it is by grace that he or she have been saved through faith, and this is not from him or her. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. This is based on Ephesians chapter 2, verse 89. You see, the grace of God plays a critical part in the entire work of salvation. Without it, we would have to walk our ways to heaven. And you know what? Any attempt to go to heaven without the grace of God in itself is a sin. In the book of John chapter 14 verse 6, Jesus said, I am the road, also the truth, also the life. No one gets to the Father apart from me. Clearly, any other way is no way at all. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, if you are one of those still trying to make your way to heaven by yourself, then may I advise you today to stop. Stop trying and begin trusting in the grace of God, which is available to you even as I speak. One of the reasons why many give up on their faith in Jesus Christ is because they think that they can do it by themselves. And I say, no, you can't. No, you can't do it yourself. God's words categorically state, and that's in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 to 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your paths. In your quest for salvation on this side of eternity, God is longing for you to understand how gracious he is to you. And for your sake, Jesus Christ died so that you can freely receive this grace that would set you free from sin and sorrow. Another crucial element of the Christian life is sin. In fact, without sin, there is no grace at all. The reason we have grace is because there is sin in the world, which is why any church that pretends that there is no sin in its rank is outrightly denying the essence and the efficacy of the grace of God. I say this because grace itself means nothing without the presence of sin. And if there is grace and it cannot eradicate sin, it is also useless. Nowadays, the word sin, that's S-I-N, is hardly a part of a church sermon, as used to be the case. So much so that many see church meetings only as a social gathering instead of a waiting lounge or a hospital where people are waiting to be lifted or treated to get better. But does the absence of the mention of sin in church means that there is no more sin within the church? My answer is emphatically no. 
This is because we understand from reading the Bible that as we get closer to the end time, sin will multiply. For example, the book of 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1 to 5 says, Don't be naive. There are difficult times ahead. As the end approaches, people are going to be self-absorbed, money-hungry, self-promoting, stock-up, profane, contemptuous of parents, crude, coarse, dog-eat-dog, unbending slanderers, impulsively wild, savage, cynical, treacherous, ruthless, bloated wingbirds, addicted to lust, and allergic to God. They will make a show of religion, but behind the scene, they are animals. Stay clear of these people. This is Numa Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. What then shall we call all that is mentioned in this text, if it is not sin, in all its glories? This is because genuine gospel no longer appeal to majority of people. And as such, Paul continued in his letter to uh, Timothy as he warned. That's again 2 Timothy chapter 4 verse 3 to 5. You are going to find that there will be times when people will have no stomach for solid teaching, but will fill up on spiritual junk food, catchy opinions that tickles their fancy. They will turn their backs on truth and chase mirages, but you keep your eyes on what you are doing, accept the hard time along with the good. Keep the message alive. Do a thorough job as God's servant. With all of the above, let me still explain what exactly sin is as it is tasking nowadays to give a proper definition. So, what in the world is sin? While there are many definitions of sin today, the Bible, which is our compass, gives a clear and succinct definition, which I believe is sufficient. 1 John chapter 5, verse 17a says, Every wrong is a sin, of course. To simply put, sin is the violation of God's law. By sinning, we are on collision course with all that is God and sovereign. Meaning that each time we sin, we rebel against God and his will for us. Sometimes the sins may not be just against God, but also against one another. Whichever way sin is sin in the end and needs atonement. And this is where the grace of God comes in. The realization of the presence of sin in the world is the reason why grace is needed. It is the acceptance of this grace that paves the way and propels us to all the benefits of God's loving kindness. As you listen to this podcast, may I ask you that you accept the grace of God for your life? 
Because the essence of the grace of God is to eradicate sin. Some people consider themselves so highly on their moral compass that they outrightly reject the suggestion that they sin at all. However, the Bible directly punctured such argument as it says, and that's Romans chapter 3 verse 23. All have sinned, all fall short of God's glorious ideal. This is because we all inherited the sinning nature from our forefather, Adam. Again, the Bible says in Romans chapter 5 verse 12, when Adam sinned, Sin entered the entire human race. His sin spread death throughout all the world. So everything began to grow old and die. For all sinned. So you see, my brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, it is not that we wanted to be in sin or live in sin, but it just so happened that we are unfortunately a part of the fallen nature of Adam. The good news, however, is that we are privileged to be also part of the beneficiaries of the grace of God through the suffering, the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, which is the essence of the grace of God, Abinishu. Therefore, whoever you are, wherever you are, know today that the grace of God is available to you and is sufficient also for your salvation right now, right here. Beloved, it is because of you that Jesus Christ died on the Calvary's cross. Our key text today, that's Ephesians chapter 1 verse 5 to 12, is a testament to the essence of the grace of God in the life of all those who have accepted him. In verse number 5, we understand that God, in giving us grace, in other words, in his showing mercy to us in this way, is no accident at all. It has been a part of his plan for salvation for all of us the whole time. Again, this is because he is God, the omnipotent, omniscient, and omnipresent. He knows the ending from the beginning. He says in his word, his unchanging plan has always been to adopt us into his own family by sending Jesus Christ to die for us. And he did this because he wanted to. I am so glad I'm a part of the family of God. His grace has kept me since 1987 when I first said yes to him. Do I still have trouble on every side? Yes. Am I perfect? No. Do I believe in his grace more and more each day? Absolutely. And so should you, my brothers and sisters. The rest of the text sums everything up. Verse 6 to 8 says, Now all praise to God for his wonderful kindness to us and his favor that he has poured out upon us because we belong to his dearly beloved son, so overflowing 
is his kindness towards us that he took away all our sins through the blood of his son by whom we are saved and he has showered down upon us the richness of his grace for how well he understands us and knows what is best for us at all times. Brothers and sisters, I have read this portion before, but I tell you the truth, I am so thrilled today reading it because it gives me that confidence that I need to continue on this life journey because I know of a truth that God has my back regardless of all my failings, regardless of the pains this world brings me. To know that I belong to God in itself is powerful. And to know that God knows and understands what is best for me is heavenly. Isn't that wonderful? Brothers and sisters, let me conclude this podcast with the following words of encouragement from Brother Paul again. That's Ephesians chapter 2 verse 7 to 10. Jesus Christ went through all the trouble. So that in the coming ages, he might show the surpassing riches of his grace in kindness towards us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, so that no one should boast. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand so that we should walk in them. Finally, those that believe in Jesus Christ and have accepted him as personal Lord and Savior must understand that the grace of God is the most important element of their faith in God. God's grace is always sufficient no matter what comes against you. With this, I will say, God bless you. And please, join me again as I pray. Eternal King of Glory, I thank you once more for this time with my brother and my sisters out there, oh God. Thank you for what you have said to us today. And thank you, Lord, that we know we can have confidence that it's not of our own making that we have been blessed. It's not of our own making that we receive the grace from you, but your loving kindness, O oh God. And so, Father, I pray, God, that as many that are struggling with their faith in you, that they too will come to find this grace sufficient for them. All of this, Father, I pray. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.